<laughs> Here's my dad joke. I stole this one. Braden's heard this one. I stole this one from Sebastian Vettel. Okay, so there's this matchstick, and he's climbing up a hill, and he's really tired, and he's sweating, and he's just exhausted. And just as he gets to the top, he sees a hedgehog, and he goes, "Oh shoot! I didn't know there was a bus." Hello, welcome to Hattrick. I'm Jordan Deller Coltman, joined as always by my two co-hosts, Elliot Tanti, Braden Deller Coltman. How you doing, boys? Good. Well. Happy to be here. Awesome. We are uh, neck deep in playoff sports. The two two of the major leagues that are still playing to the major leagues. The only one that's not playing in the major leagues. Um, the NBA and the NHL into the latter rounds now of their playoffs. Um, really exciting. We're going to dig into both of those two this week. Um, a little bit of NHL content, a little bit of NBA content for you, and then we're going to make our picks for the second half of the NHL playoffs because we made our picks as to who would come out of each division, but we could only really go that far at the beginning because we weren't quite sure how they were going to realign um, based on conference and uh, all that kind of stuff. We only have one team from the West left in Vegas, so that'll be kind of interesting. So Elliot will uh, we'll tee up our picks for us in Topic 3, but before we do that, we'll jump right into... Uh, who are sort of, I guess, semifinals. They can't even call them conference finals, can they? Because they're not conferences anymore, but the semifinal round of the NHL. We'll start with that. Here's topic one. Okay, so as mentioned, we're going to talk about the NHL. Topic one today will be uh, NHL, then topic three will also be NHL. So starting off, we have our, we've now know who the divisional winners were, are, uh, and we have our final four. Uh, Montreal will take on Vegas. Uh, Montreal, the Kings of the North, uh, the conquerors of the North Division, certainly not someone I think most of Canada had picked at the beginning of the year, but what a great little run they've been on, and isn't it fun to see vintage Carey Price again? And he's going to go up against um, a team with two good goaltenders, both of whom have had kind of a roller coaster ride through the playoffs in Fleury and and Robin Leonard in Vegas. Um, But before we talk about them, let's jump to the other one because we actually got our first game underway here in the semifinals. The New York Islanders and the Tampa Bay Lightning are on the other side. So you've got sort of David and Goliath uh, there too. The Islanders who play a bit of a trap style defensive first game. A lot of people kind of complain it's a little boring, but hey, it's getting the job done. They've had some good goaltending from... Uh, the back end there. And uh, and then, of course, Tampa Bay Lightning, the defending champs, and, of course, $15 million over the salary cap because they circumnavigated the little uh, little <laughs> LTR fandangling. And, hey, if you if you can get that away works. with it, why not? Um, so let's start there. The Islanders won today 2-1. It was a tight game. But um, we'll start with you, Braden. What are your uh, feelings about the Islanders-Tampa Bay series? Well... I mean, yeah, I, I mean, I'm surprised to see uh, both. Of, well, maybe not so much Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay has been a force all year and coming off of a cup last year, they've been, uh, they've been a very, very hot team. They've got the best, arguably the best goaltender in the league. Um, I love that the New York Islanders there, I think Barry Trotz has got this team running full tilt and um, you know, the additions that they made at the deadline with Paul Mary and Zajac, that's some awesome uh, veteran leadership. They're also producing, which is great. And that's what you want to see in the playoffs is that the additions that, you know, <laughs> that we talked about Kulikov for the Oilers, you want to see the additions actually um, produce and actually help the team when it matters. And so for the New York Islanders, kudos, like they're, they're well on their way. Uh, they won the first game, which is a big, you know, big statement against Tampa Bay. 
uh, if they can keep it going. I think this, I do think this series will go long. I think this series will be a six or seven yeah. game series. That's, that's my prediction with this one, but uh, cool. I, I like it. I really like seeing these two teams in the, in the semis here. Elliot thoughts on this series before we jump to the other one. Yeah. I mean, you know, hats off to Brady and we'll talk about this in the third section a little bit more, but you know, lots of, he picked the Islanders and the Islanders were are the best team right now to that division and playing really well and won the game tonight, which gave me pause. Um, you know, I, 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 what I love about the Islanders is, and this maybe speaks to some of my internal biases, um, but just uh, it would be like a kick you while you're down to the Toronto Maple Leafs that they took uh, Tavares, and then the Islanders just continue right. to get better. I think that that's uh, <laughs> kick you know, me while I'm happened. down with Tavares might not be the best turn of phrase. It's <laughs> <laughs> a little on the head. Oh, <laughs> oops. Oops, sorry. Uh, totally not intended uh, there. Uh, we wish you all the best in your recovery, uh, John Tavares. Uh, but no, I think that this stacks up to be a wicked series. I think you've got like the natural, uh, you've got a natural sort of like enemy that everyone hates because of, as you said, Jordan, what Tampa Bay has done with the ca- their cap situation this year. Um, uh, you're seeing a team, you know, the New York Islanders go, went for it. They went for it at the deadline and, and they can, that gamble, at least up until this point, seems to be <clears throat> paying off. I agree, though. Long series and a, a lot yet to see. One jarring thing tonight, New York Islanders were up 2 nothing for the majority of this game and still managed to have the same number of shots as Tampa Bay. And wow. usually you see in games like, you know, they call it uh, game effect, where that will impact the way in which the game is played. Didn't appear to be happening here, which leads me, you know, maybe is an early indication of just how strong the Tampa Bay Islanders are and the way that this series might go. Just early thought. Totally. Um, well, that's the only series we've got a, a sneak peek at here for our kind of preview of it. So let's go to the other one that's going to have a game played tomorrow, start it off. Obviously, like we said, another bit of a David and Goliath set up here. Montreal, who is the underdog uh, double conquerors of two teams that everyone had thought they, they had a much better chance against. They went all the way with Toronto coming back from down 3-1 to take it to game seven, and then they made quick work of the Winnipeg Jets in four. So it's kind of hard to tell exactly which version of the Montreal Canadiens we're going to get, but it feels like they're coming into this series hot vegas on the other hand had to fight off the colorado avalanche but to be honest with you they made that look kind of like uh you know a lot easier than i think people expected them to they were the two top teams in that division so we expected it to be a a good series but vegas looked like they were never really uh in danger uh and they played really well so vegas and montreal starting tomorrow braden thoughts on that series Oh man, I am so surprised to see both of these teams where they are right now. I, um, you know, (laughs) I thought, I, I mean, I thought Colorado was, had this in the bag. I thought, uh, Edmonton and Toronto were the best teams and, and it just goes to show that anything's possible in the playoffs. The biggest thing that, uh, I like about this, you know, I was, I was, uh, I was kind of hoping that Colorado would be that, you know, we, we like narratives, and these, you know, we like stories and stuff. And I, I thought it'd be a lot of fun for Montreal to be able to play the old uh, Quebec Nordiques. Uh, but as my grandfather reminded me, it's such a better story to have uh, the former captain of Montreal Canadiens and Max Pacioretty up against the uh, Montreal Canadiens. Uh, I think it's going to be fun. I, I, and, and more than ever, this is going to be a huge battle between the goaltending. Um, we're going to see some really great hockey in this series. It's so strange, though, to see... Uh, an East team and a West team in uh, a semifinals. Like it's very bizarre. I'm, I'm glad that there's still a West team though, you know, uh, just for the. Yeah. Elliot. 
Yeah, similar thoughts. I mean, I do think that this the, 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 a lot of conversation going into this series is about goaltending. A really interesting stat I heard last week doesn't necessarily apply to this situation, but would be I thought this this group would be interested in it. Only six times in NHL history has a team won, uh, swept a series and gone up against a team who uh, they, their series went to seven. Yeah. And in all six instances, the team that played seven games has beaten the team that swept in four. I think it's the ultimate debate settler around rest versus rust. Now, mm-hmm. the Vegas only went six games, but there's, they've certainly played a lot more hockey and a lot more intense hockey a lot more recently. And so I think Vegas goes in with an edge and it's going to be interesting to see um, because I think it's going to be a real challenge for Montreal to maintain that momentum through this series. But what I love about this series is that it's two teams that no one thought had any business being there. And, and that's what makes it interesting. And it's all new stories. And I think, I think, you know, as much as, um, you know, people are making this out to be, um, you know, a, a, a potential for close series. And obviously Montreal's proven people wrong for a long time. I actually think this is going to be a relatively short series. And uh, I'll leave my prediction for the third section, but I think you can get where I'm coming from on this one. What, what do you mean no one expected these two teams? I think I had Vegas. You did have Vegas. Okay. You so did not have Vegas. No one expected these two teams. Yeah. But the, you know, the storyline for Against me, Colorado. I picked Vegas. I don't think a lot. Of I picked people. Vegas. I picked Vegas. Here's the thing: the the uh, we're over time, but we'll we'll wrap this up with this. Uh, Vegas uh, obviously is like Elliot sort of said. Um, both of these teams have different storylines, and 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 we have to expect different things from them. Vegas has proved something now by beating Colorado, the same way Montreal proved something against Toronto, and that is something you kind of carry forward with you, I think, into the into the next round, whichever round of the playoffs it is. If you beat the team that everyone else sort of had, you're the underdog. You kind of get that little extra jump in your step. But it's like Vegas really comes into this with like William Carlson and and Max Pacioretty and Mark Stone and Leonard or Fleury, whichever one it's going to be, and Petra. Angelo they're they're a very very stacked team with names we know talent we know and then at the other end it's like you've got a lot of the same guys there you've got stall and you've got you know uh, some of these young guys Cole Caulfield's playing out of his mind Jeff Petrie had an amazing year but the big thing for Montreal is simple as this it's Carey Price who do you want to go up against all those guys, you know, you and what army? Carey Price, on his best day, is the best goalie in the NHL. And we haven't seen a lot of that in the last couple of years, but we've been seeing it a lot in the last couple of weeks, and it would be exciting to see if he can carry that. So we'll leave that, uh, We'll leave that, and like I said, like Elliot said, we'll come back to our predictions in the third topic. That's topic one. Hey, topic two this week is brought to us by Roma Pizza and Donaire. Look, we all know that the best thing about Edmonton is the many Donaire options. And I know if you're like me, it can be overwhelming and stressful trying to hunt down the best. Well, my friends, we have found it and it's time you did too. Roma Pizza and Donaire in Westbrook Aspen Gardens is Edmonton's best kept secret. There's nothing quite like piping hot meat getting shaved and served with a generous ratio of sweet sauce. And look, I know someone out there is saying, yeah, no, that's not really my thing. Well, hold your horses because there is more. Roma Pizza and Donaire not only serves Edmonton's best Donaire, but they also offer Roma's pizzas, dinner platters, chicken wings, chicken fingers, chicken nuggets, chicken tawook, salads, subs, burgers, baklava, coconut cake, and with summer right around the snow-covered corner, they also have summer specials, deep-fried pickles, and deep-fried Oreos. 
But hey, don't take my word for it. Sometimes tasting is believing. To order, call them at 780-944-9696. That's 780-944-9696. They're open every day except Sunday from 11 to 11 and open till midnight Friday and Saturday. You can also follow them on Instagram at Roma Pizza Donaire. Okay, topic two. Uh, this one's going to be a little bit, this may be a little bit lopsided as both Elliot and I are not active NBA viewers. Um, I'm a casual NBA fan from like a, more that I listened to podcasts and other things with people talking about them on the regular. I don't actually watch the games unless it sort of happens to be on and I catch the last five minutes or something. Um, but I follow it kind of casually. I, I think the NBA has done a great job of selling its players. So I like some of the players more than I follow specific teams. Um, yeah. So that's kind of, I'm always interested in in how certain players are, are doing and, and things like that. Anyway, playoffs a little bit behind where we are in the NHL. They're still in the second round. They had sort of a weird hybrid wild card play in thing that I know was very controversial. Um, knocked the Warriors out of the playoffs before they even started. But this year we've had some, some interesting matchups and some interesting results, obviously. Uh, so let's go through the series we have had so far. We'll start with the one that's already over in the second round. Denver and Phoenix didn't take very long. You've got the uh, um, the Denver Nuggets with the MVP, uh, Jokic, on it, but they had nothing for Devin Booker's Phoenix Suns. Braden, you tipped your hat last week to Devin Booker for beating the Lakers, uh, yep. and less than a week later, he's already moving on to the uh, third round. Um, thoughts on that series? Yeah, I tip my hat to Devin Booker, but I got to say the reason that they swept the Denver Nuggets in this uh, series was the incomparable Chris Paul. He is a veteran. He has been there. He has never won, though, and I think he has so much to prove. LeBron's out of the way. Um, The Phoenix Suns, it's funny, like last, the last couple of years, they have been uh, just atrocious. Uh, they have been at the bottom of the barrel. They drafted DeAndre Ayton first, this big man. A uh, point there, he was taken before Luka Doncic and Trey Young, who are arguably the best players in that draft. Um, they've, they've brought on Jay Crowder. They, they've just kind of, all of the pieces aligned perfectly for them to succeed this year. And we're seeing it come to fruition. It's, it's really, really awesome basketball to watch. So the other team um, out of LA that is still in the playoffs, the Clippers, and I think some people were a little surprised that they actually got past Dallas because it didn't start well for them against Dallas. Um, Before I go to Braden to give us the sort of perspective on the Utah Jazz LA Clippers series, Elliot, uh, any thoughts on the LA Clippers? Uh, No, just that they've got a big job ahead of them. Uh, They were obviously down 2-1 in the series. They have had one, managed to get one game back in the series. Um, but just like all seven game series, it comes down to game four, whether they fall down three, one, I just don't think they're good enough to get back into the series if they do that. So <laughs> we're gonna be... I'm sorry. I have absolutely nothing to say back to you, Brandon. <laughs> I like that. Take. Kawhi like Leonard. That take. This is why. Playoff P. What do you think, Braden? Playoff P. That's the guy we want to talk about. This guy, Paul George, uh, he's been an, an all-star and I'm using that in quotations because he's uh, a big name and he puts up big points throughout the year. And then it just comes to the playoffs and then he just kind of disappears or forgets how to play basketball or he goes ISO and then just misses all the time. And it's not just this year. Like this is, this has happened the last two or three years that he's uh, he's, he's gone into the playoffs. I, I, I don't like it for the LA Clippers. I'm, I'm 
I'm rooting for Utah. I, I mean, they're the number one seed in the West this year, which is a big, a big thing with, you know, the, the stack teams that are already in the West. Um, Donovan Mitchell is, is the future, uh, you know, between Donovan Mitchell and Devin Booker, and you're seeing Trey Young in Atlanta, Doncic, the, this is the future of the NBA. So yeah, they've got uh, Kawhi Leonard. Yeah. They've got playoff P Paul George and, you know, some other ragtag bands of misfits but uh i don't like it for the la clippers here all right let's move on to the uh the 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 east now um actually just before we do can we just all agree that the utah jazz may be the dumbest name for any basketball team or any sports team ever have it when i say the state of utah to you do you really think about jazz no you don't you think about louisiana where the team moved from anyway utah jazz um philadelphia and Atlanta, obviously, um, Atlanta had a great series against the Knicks. And I say great just because they had to go into Madison Square Garden and beat the Knicks. And obviously, we know the fan base behind the Knicks who has starved like so many legendary teams that have not uh, have fallen on hard times. Atlanta gets through them, um, you know, all because of their point guard. And now they're up against the, uh, the, the Philadelphia 76ers, who, again, are a team that have gone deep into the playoffs a few times, but have never quite got over the hill here in the last couple, couple of trips. So what are we looking at there? Philly's up 2-1. We're looking at arguably one of the best uh, ballers in the game today, which is Trey Young. He, he shoots lights out, and uh, that's, that's pretty much it. Uh, Philadelphia's... Yeah, the number one seed in the East. Um, but they're not clicking on all cylinders like uh, like they should be. Joel Embiid is uh, – can't be playing the whole game through Joel Embiid. And Ben Simmons, uh, he's not a shooter. Maybe, maybe he's a great passer. It's just not working. Uh, they are up in the series, but I, I still think Atlanta is going to pull through on this one. Now, just as we go to the last series here, I know, we, I know we've only got about a minute left. We'll let Elliot start this one off. Um, Elliot, I know you are a fan of beer. Um, obviously, Milwaukee, home to Anheuser-Busch and many other great breweries. Any thoughts on the uh, city of Milwaukee or uh, maybe Wisconsin in general? Yeah, you know, I did have to take note that uh, in both game two and game three of this series, the Bucks got 86 points. <laughs> That's interesting. That's a very That's interesting it. statistic. Did All right, they lose uh, both those games? No, no. The, the the second one was a defensive standoff. They won 86, 83, which is, which is actually kind of surprising for basketball. That I, I was sort of taken back at that score, obviously a very tight, as you, as you, you know, you guys know, having watched the game as I did, um, it was a very, very tight checking. <laughs> tight checking. Yes, that's I think the correct term. Uh, after the, you know, after the strikeouts, um, I'd like uh, to know how many times in basketball history a team has gone back to back eighty six points in the playoffs and won one of the games. That's you know that, that, I, that might be a first. You 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 can look it up while Braden tells us about this series. Milwaukee and the Bucks, uh, obviously uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo. How do I do, Braden? Um, Antetokounmpo. Yeah, not bad. The Greek freak. Uh, another one of those teams that has struggled a couple times to sort of meet the expectations that is on uh, that have that have been on them. They're on another one of those sort of if they don't win this year, will they win kind of storylines. But Brooklyn has become the super team, right? So we talked about Brooklyn when we had Christian on the podcast a little bit earlier, and and obviously the big the big storyline all year has been you know James Harden sort of whined and cried his way out of Houston. He joined KD and. Um, uh, Kyrie in, in Brooklyn, and and then they got lucky too because somehow Blake Griffin though has has been one of the 
the sort of surprise storylines in the playoffs so far because now they've actually got sort of four guys who are all contributing and they've been really successful. But is Milwaukee good enough to beat them? The series is tied two two. This is our last series. What do you think, Braden? This is the this is the best series in the NBA playoffs. Is this really I the think, finals? Like, is this people gonna look back is, and be like, this was supposed to be yeah. the big one? Yeah, these are the two best teams in the league. Um, looking right here, Phoenix comes close, but these are the two. This is yeah, these are the Titans. Um, Giannis ha- Giannis wants to win. He's made that very clear by signing his max contract. Uh, he's committed to Milwaukee. I think Budenholzer's job is on the line this year if they don't uh, if they don't uh, you know follow through. We've got uh, a first time rookie coach in Steve Nash, who's for me so hard to cheer against because I just I can't get behind this Brooklyn Nets team. You're saying you know it's like it's like um it's like a a broken bug on 2k where you can just trade all of the star players to one team i don't think blake griffin is you know a shell of himself but he's definitely not what he what he used to be the fact that he's succeeding in on this team is that he was he's not a you know he doesn't carry the ball and he wasn't able to do that in detroit and he never did that in la when he was there that was chris paul who was passing him that was lob city he was he was just dunking it so now he's able to be you know he's he's been able to do that again what i like about milwaukee in this series they've got a lot of uh, uh toughness they added pj tucker at the deadline i think he's one of the x factors here um when it comes to shutting down kevin durant kevin durant is a, a bona fide shooter he's he's the second best player uh in the league and and pj tucker's you know he's he's working him hard every night and he's getting in his face he's making him mad sometimes that works in your favor and sometimes that uh well it doesn't but um uh i think this game's i think this series is going to seven and it's good for the game it's really good for the game well, you know what else is good for the game? Uh, us talking about basketball. I know I wasn't here a couple of weeks ago, and people just kept whining and complaining, just like James Harden leaving Houston, that we didn't talk enough basketball. We've talked basketball. We're going to get Elliot back on the call. He, he fell asleep there. So he'll be back uh, in a moment for topic three because uh, he's going to lead us through our picks for the NHL. That's topic two. Spring in full bloom, it's gardening season. For 18 years, Zocalo has been providing Edmonton with plants, gifts, and flowers. This local flower boutique is located right in the heart of Edmonton's Little Italy. With a wide array of flowers, plants, and gift options, they provide delivery and curbside pickup. Check out Zocalo online at zocalo.ca or call them at 780-428-0754. Okay, topic three. Elliot's going to take it from here. We're going to do our picks for the uh, semifinals and the finals of the playoffs. Go ahead, Elliot. All right. So I'll start with reviewing our picks from uh, a couple of weeks back when we picked the division winner um, or who was going to win the division, I guess, uh, out of every playoffs series, if that makes sense. Um, very interesting results here. It was a three-way tie for first. Uh, we all got, I guess, one team uh, correct and, and three teams incorrect. But what I really liked about our suggestions and what makes us, you know, we, we are greater than the sum of our parts in that we all guessed a different team correct, which I'm very proud of. So really, as, a, as, a, as, a, as a individuals, we were one for four, but as a show, we were three for four. And I think hats off to us for that. 
Is anyone getting that? Yeah, that's your thing. <laughs> yeah, good, you're good. <laughs> All right. All right. Laundry's yeah, yeah. done. Laundry's done. Um, so, of course, Braden, well done picking the New York Islanders to come uh, out of that division. Jordan, you were correct, as you mentioned earlier in the podcast with your Vegas prediction. And I, of course, took Tampa Bay. Uh, the only division we got wrong? The Canadian one, <laughs> the one that we watched the most this year. So uh, you two, of course, took Edmonton. I took Toronto. Uh, none of our suggestions left the first round. Oh, man. Anyway, now we're moving into the, uh, the, the second round. So what we're going to do today is we're going to – I'm going to have each of you pick the winner of uh, each semi-final uh, series and then an ultimate Stanley Cup winner. Uh, let's go through, let's do all this picks for, you know, for each person once. So Jordan, let's start with, um, Montreal and Vegas. Who do you have out of that series? Uh, uh, and in how many games? Let's yeah. do that. And how okay. many goals? <laughs> I have, uh, I hate to do this. I have Vegas. Oh, no. I just think Vegas is just they, – they look formidable. They look ready to go. I mean, I've been wrong with those kind of predictions before this series, this playoffs, but I picked them for a reason last time. I just think Vegas knows what's at stake. And look, only a couple years ago they were in the finals, so I think a lot of these guys – that were there from the beginning know what it know what this takes and and you've got some really hungry some some really hungry guys there so i'm gonna take vegas and i'll take vegas in six is that what they just won the last series in i'll take vegas in five vegas in five aggressive aggressive i like it i like it okay let's move to montreal and or no that's the one we just did uh, let's do tampa bay and new york islanders jordan oh, i'm doing have? both my picks now oh, and okay. your stanley cup Oh, geez. Oh, all off of the top. Okay, okay, okay. I pick the Islanders. Okay, I have, have one favorite. Why? I have one favorite in one series, and I have one underdog in the other. <laughs> and no, I just like the Islanders. Islanders. I think the Islanders have a touch of destiny about them, too. Uh, they just feel like the slightly more complete team than Montreal does when it comes to an underdog that can win. I don't know. I just like it. And I How think many they're games? going to win in uh, seven Seven games for Islanders, Tampa Bay. Okay, so that would mean you have Vegas and Islanders in the Stanley Cup Finals. Who do you have? Vegas and in four. How many games? Vegas Ooh. in four. Very aggressive. Love it. Love it. <laughs> Wouldn't that so be crazy if Vegas won the year that the next expansion draft or expansion team came out? Oh, I think that's the story to be. And then it'll just get all of the conspiracy theorists out Um in, have in they changed outrage. anything in the in the expansion draft? I know we probably talk about that on another segment, but are there any major changes in, in no. the way the draft? No, it's pretty okay. much nope. the same. Except Vegas doesn't have to give up a player, so we're bound to see the same. Oh, what? Yeah, because they've only been an expansion team for like five years. So <laughs> we don't have to give up a player in the draft. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. All right, sorry, Braden. I'm uh, moving over to you now. Vegas and Montreal. Who do you have? Why? And in how many games? Who do I have? Why and how many games? I've got. Oh man. Well, I thought Colorado was a much better team than Vegas, and Vegas won. So I'm gonna pick Montreal to win because I think Vegas is a better team than Montreal, <laughs> and I think Carey Price is going to continue to play the way he's been playing. And I've got Montreal beating Vegas in six games. All right, Montreal in six. 
Let's move to Islanders and Tampa Bay. Obviously, Islanders went up one to nothing in the series tonight. Who do you have in that series? Why and in how many games? Well, I'm going to pick the New York Islanders. The reason why is because I already picked the New York Islanders, and I feel like I would be um, um, turning my back on something good there. Um, so I'm going to take New York Islanders, taking out the uh, reigning champs in – five games and and Jordan Everly is going to score an overtime of the fifth game whoa sorry that was me yeah. throwing up in my mouth so how's it gonna go Our Jordan he- Everly OT winner in game five that's right okay so that leaves your Stanley Cup final being the Montreal Canadiens and the New York Islanders who do you have why and in how many games this is a this is a hard one. I'm gonna take um, I'm gonna take the New York Islanders. I'm gonna continue this this trajectory. I'm gonna take the New York Islanders in um, six games, and the reason why is because uh, I think Barry Trotz remains uh, to be the the best coach in the league. Okay. At least the best coach born in Dauphin, Manitoba. That's right. Were there others that I should be aware of? No. No, he's the only my, one. I mean, my mother, but she never coached in the NHL. <laughs> okay. Uh, so you have the Islanders winning their As far fifth, as I know, their, she never their, coached in the NHL. But. Yeah. So you have the Islanders w- winning their fifth uh, Stanley Cup uh, in, in six games against the uh, Montreal Canadiens. Okay. Well, I am, I've had the, the uh, privilege of uh, seeing all your picks. Uh, but I knew mine from the start. I've got Vegas in four <laughs> games. Whoa. Um, uh, I don't think it's a close. I don't think it's close. Uh, and, and it goes back to that rust versus uh, yeah. rest mm-hmm. conversation that we had earlier. And just to be different from you two guys, because you took the Islanders. I like Tampa Bay. I like be cheering for the under the, the evil team, the team that no one likes, the team that cheats. Uh, I've been I've been known to to, to cheer for a, a Patriots team here or there. Um, so I like Tampa, but I also like Tampa in seven. And I like uh, in the Stanley Cup final, Vegas versus Tampa. I really like the narrative of Vegas winning a Stanley Cup right before the next uh, expansion team enters into the league. And so I'm going to take Vegas and we'll do that in six games. They're going to beat Tampa in six games. So just to recap, Braden has Montreal coming out of the Vegas Montreal series. Yes, Islanders coming out of the Islanders Tampa Bay series. And he's Islanders winning the Stanley Cup. Jordan has Vegas coming out of the Montreal Vegas series. He has the Islanders coming out of the Islanders Tampa Bay series. And he has Vegas winning the cup in four. (laughs) And I have Vegas coming out of the Montreal Vegas series, Tampa coming out of the Tampa Islanders series and Vegas in six. We will find out who did the best in a couple of weeks. Jordan's like, I'm over this. Can they just win in four games? On to the yeah. next season. That'd be good. That'd be good. Well, we will get to, uh, we'll know very soon whether or not our picks were right. We'll get to uh, do a little preview of the finals when it comes around, obviously. Um, but until then, enjoy uh, the semifinals. Again, I can't call them the conference finals. It's very strange. All the branding the NHL did for a decade, it's been thrown away in one year. And we'll see whether the COVID or not. The uh, finals. Yeah, the COVID finals. Um, all right. Well, that that's that. Thank you, Elliot, for leading us through that. He will keep 
uh, track of uh, our results on that and we'll see how accurate we were. Um, nice to know all three of us picked somebody who got through on the, the previous one. So that was kind of fun. Um, and we'll leave it there for now. That's Hattrick. Hattrick is a member of the Ordinary Podcasting Network. It's produced every week by Jordan Dyler Coltman and Braden Dyler Coltman. And follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Thanks for listening. That was good. Nice work, nice work Braden. I yeah, wish nice I could have talked to Nice of you to contribute Portland. this week, Braden. Thank you. Um, <laughs> all right. It's nice that there was a topic worth contributing to. <laughs> <Oy>. <laughs>